Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to Podcast Room 303. Introducing one co-host with more nuggets than Chick-fil-A, Nick Morahan. Executive producer until we find someone better, Eric Washington. Nobody really knows what he does around here. Nevada Putnam. And now, the single greatest thing to happen to hosting in history, Jermaine Antonio Colon Mendez. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Podcast Room 303, episode 205. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my executive producer, EPE. And on today's episode, we'll be getting into pop culture pick'em, top five things to bring to a party. Uh, we'll review head to head. We'll get into the newest uh, addition to the show, the what the fuck headline of the week. We'll discuss MLB All Star 2023. Now, some of you may be wondering, why, Jermaine? Where is your second co-host? And you know, what can I say? The show is not a priority to him. He uses it only to grow his celebrity. And uh, he's get, he's in it for the sweet merch. And uh, he's in it for the baseball talk, which is going to be a great episode for him to not be a part of. So how are you doing this evening, Eric? Uh, doing good, man. Uh, excited to uh, see how this episode goes without Nick. Uh, I didn't know his priorities were, weren't in line, but I guess we'll <laughs> see if we can get him back next week. Uh, but excited because tomorrow is America's birthday. It's my favorite holiday of every year. Um and stole that line from me you fucking it's, it's america's birthday dude it's it's the best holiday you never said that once in your life until you heard me say it that's all i'm saying oh you, here we go here we you go. liar you are just swagger jocking full but you are correct it is the single greatest holiday of the year every single year i no. will not be drinking this year but you damn straight i will be screeching like a bald eagle everywhere i go <laughs> Oh, man, that's amazing. I can't wait to see that tomorrow. Ah! <laughs> oh, man, you're going to be messing with drunk people. It's going to be hilarious. America 2023. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm excited. I love the 4th of July. I'll be getting a hike in, getting some sun, some me- some vitamin D in my life. As the ladies like to say, the D. <laughs> Hey, man, you have been getting a lot of the D lately, and you've been seeming to be really happy about it, so I'm happy for you. It's a game changer. I don't understand why more people don't go out in the sun. I I will go from cranky to happy as soon as the sunlight shines on me. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. I feel that. All right, so let's open up with the the what-the-fuck headline. You want to share that for us, Eric? Uh, Yeah, so... Um, I don't have it on my screen here, but it's Bobby Bonilla Day. Here's why the former Mets get paid. The former Met gets paid 1.19 million today and every July 1st until 2035. But Jermaine, it's July 3rd. Deal with this, assholes. We recorded this after. <laughs> so, as Eric said, 2035 is the last day that Bobby Bonilla will receive payment for what is one of the outrageous stretches the you know stretched and waived contract i've ever seen in my life um they were due to owe him 5.9 million in 2000 they elected to 
defer payments until 2011 and pay him until 2035. Now, some of you may be listening. Yes, 5.9 million is drastically less than what will end up being, you know, it's 25 times 1.19 million. So you're looking at probably 30 plus, 30 million plus. And uh, yeah, so the Mets owner at the time was had money, but had his money tied up in what was the Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme that ended up being one of the biggest, you know, uh, you know, class action. I think it's a class action lawsuit. I may be incorrect there, but uh, ends up with one of the biggest lawsuits uh, and Ponzi scheme, uh, you know, pyramid type scheme system and lost a bunch of money. So the owners deferred Bobby Bonilla's contract. Now, uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar, date, uh, Manny Ramirez actually has uh, a deferment similar to that where he gets paid until 2024. So that'll be his last payment is next year. Ken Griffey Jr. with the Reds also uh, will be paid until 2024. So his last payment will be next year. And Max Scherzer has $105 million due to him by 2028 from the Nationals. Um, not sure how that gets paid out. I don't know, like in what increments or whatever, but it's 105 million. It's 2023 right now. So in five years, uh, he's looking about 20 million a pop if he hasn't already been paid for it. So all crazy numbers to just say out loud, but if you're a GM, why are you, I just don't understand why they do this. Like I just saw something the other day where it was like, Ken Griffey is the third highest paid player. <laughs> on an MLB roster, he's a baseball in like 15 years. For context, uh, Bobby Bonilla has zero zero war, right? Wins above replacement this season. Jake Cronenworth has 0.1 war. <laughs> First baseman for the Padres. <laughs> One man is Bobby Bonilla. He's about as useful as Bobby Bonilla, my guy. Um, so for those of you who've been listening to this podcast uh, for the last three years and some change, this is absolutely one of our favorite days of the year. We actually didn't wish each other a happy Bobby Bonilla day on Saturday. I think we all collectively forgot, but uh, you know, here we are Bobby Bonilla day around 4th of July. It's always a great time of the year. It's fun to bag on the Mets. Um, I mean, it's always fun to bag on the Mets. Look at their uh, Scherzer, Verlander, $80 million pitchers. Uh, they stink this year. Stink like a big old turd. All right, so that wraps up our What the Fuck headline of the week. Shout out, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Uh, hopefully all you listeners are telling everyone happy Bobby Bonilla Day tomorrow on July 4th. Now let's go ahead and get into pop culture pick em. Top five things to bring to a party. Uh, looks like I'm first this week. Um. Oh man, I'm just gonna go with the classic booze. Yeah, I figured that would be the first pick, regardless of who got it. Absolutely. I mean, I was like beer, wine, you know, and it depends. Like you, there's booze for every kind of party, right? So yeah. if it's like, you know, a nice button up type of party, you bring some wine, mm-hmm. right? If it's you know, a 4th of July party, you bring as much beer as you can carry in your two hulking arms, right? (laughs) (laughs) And if it's like a big party where the the host is already providing beer, you bring a liquor. Honestly, I I feel like 
this booze is literally just the best thing to bring to anything. It's the best gift if you have to do like a white elephant. Like I know you can do like funny gag gifts and stuff, but booze is just if you just show up to somebody's house and you give them any type of booze, as long as they're not an AA or you know an addict, it's the perfect gift, man. Everybody loves it. Uh, the best white elephant gift is the gift that I always get. So I, I take I take some we'll keep, um, we'll keep umbrage with that. Yeah, I can't. I already have one friend stealing my gift and giving it to people now. Freaking thief! <laughs> oh, that was the booze. Anyway, uh, for my first pick, I'm gonna go with an often slept on, but you got to bring a fire playlist to a party. Oh, that's a good pick. Although you're always you always refuse to put music on when I ask you to, even in just the car. So it's ironic <laughs> that you say this. <laughs> I just don't feel like it's respectful to jump in somebody's whip and just put your music on. Like, you if you I mean? if you connect, you better be ready to jam. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's the rule. <laughs> all right. Well, if you connect first, noted from here on out. Noted. Um, and then with my follow up pick, man, bring girls. Padissi. Yes, sir. <laughs> This is actually not as easy as I thought it was. Yeah, I spaced out. And I was like, well, you know. So I'm going to just say games, Mm -hmm. right? So sometimes I like to bring cornhole or maybe I'll bring Uno or dominoes, right? Not that that most of my friends like to pay dominoes. I think that's a (laughs) purely a me thing. (laughs) But, uh, ooh, pop darts. Ooh, dude, I – Remember the last time I played Pop Darts? I hit the roof. <laughs> yeah, you were not good, dude. I was not good at Pop Darts. <laughs> that was a lesson learned real quick. Uh, we got to bust that out and play it again. That's all I'm saying, dude. What we got to play is – oh, you just told me the name. Bocce Ball? Bocce. Bocce. We got to play Bocce Ball, man. That game well, is – buy a set, Eric. I will. Buy a, buy a Saints-Eagles set. A Saints-Eagles set? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what I can find out there on the, on the internet. <laughs> I'm sure it exists. Yeah. All right. So I got booze games. Eric's got playlists and girls. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the obvious here and uh, tacos. <laughs> <laughs> the obvious and hit you with something completely left field. Honestly, but like, even though that's left field, like, who's really going to be mad at a guy who shows up with tacos? Bro, no chance, especially if I threw down on the grill to make those tacos, bro. The only way I would be mad is if he told me they were street tacos and then proceeded to give me giant tacos. <laughs> That's the only way I would actually get mad. <laughs> Fucking story. It just, I just bring it up because it's all, it's, you know, we're close to MLB All Star and that's when that shit happens. So, yeah, PTSD's kicking in, dude. Mad PTSD. Um, man. Uh, bring a well, party. Woefully underprepared, the two of us. Definitely underprepared. Also, this would have been way harder with Nick here. So, um, can I say like weed? Like show up to the party with weed? I mean, it's your list. You got to show not, up with weed, bro. Not everyone's partaking, but I'm sure it's great. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess, like, if it's a pool party, you got to bring, like, a dope-ass, like, uh, you know, stuff for the pool. Like, you know, the floaty things and, and stuff like that. <laughs> floaty things and stuff like that. I forget that. what they're called, but, you know, like, the, um, 
Like beer pong, but it's floaty in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. An inflatable. What are those called? A pool inflatable? No. I guess I was gonna put inflatable. I'm sure they have some sort of name that that white girls have co-opted, so <laughs> that they they named it. It's probably something shortened. I can't remember or something. Because apparently, saying the whole word is real difficult for people. I'm gonna go with cash. Can't go wrong with cash, man. Gotta have cash to chip in, right? You run out of beer, you give cash to someone, they hit a lick, they come back, you got more beer. You know, that very true, but I always like when we have when we were younger and we had like, you know, the dorm parties and stuff, I ne- I just felt bad for the dude walking around with the hat asking for money to go buy more beer. Like I never wanted to be that dude. I was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna walk around this room asking people for money. It's just not gonna happen. I mean, if you want to keep drinking, you're chipping in. That's all I'm saying, dude. Also, you know, I may or may not have stolen a few 30 racks in my life. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Booze games, tacos, cash, and very fascinating. What else? Like, what am I used to at parties? Mm Mm-mm. This is actually tough. Yeah, this is actually kind of tough. I'm trying to – it also, like, because each category is so generic. Um, I'm going to say fireworks. That's cool. Damn, my list wins again, dude. You even <laughs> trying? <laughs> Whatever, bro. I got the music, the girls, and the weed. I'm happy with my list, bro. Uh, did you just quote a Kendrick Lamar song? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Um, and then, I don't know, man, for the last pick, like, you said tacos, that's food, but, like, I'm just thinking, like, general food. Like, bring chips, you know, sandwiches. Bring something. All right. Go ahead. Put food. <laughs> I felt like that one was way harder than I expected it to be. I can't think of five more. We would have been fucked if Nick was here. We should put some people on game and be like a backpack with a change of clothes in case you want to go out the night at the, at night, bro. That's that's actually excellent. Or toiletries, right? Toiletries so that way after you get all sweaty, you can re up on that that deodorant. Yeah. Uh, a jacket. <laughs> These, this is all good ass advice, but I remember one time we were at a party and this dude was like, had his backpack with like all his toiletries and the clothes in it. And we were like, and it turns out the dude was homeless, man. He was just randomly walking to a party where all that nobody fucking knew who this guy was. But he was getting along with everybody. And then we started talking, like, he just like kept pulling shit out of his backpack. And we were like, yo, like, what's up? Like, are you crashing here or something? He's like, no, he's like, I'm homeless. Like, I just, I just walked in here. And we were like, what the fuck? And then we just kept drinking with him all night. Like, he was cool as shit. <laughs> Yo, that's so funny. I'm not, okay, I'm not saying bring your house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, you know what, dude? Hmm. We left an obvious one on the table. What? A gift. I mean, my presence is a gift. Well, ain't nobody believed that lie. <laughs> God damn. That's why they charge you a cover at the door. Never paid a cover in my life. Bro, I'm just saying, like, a gift is pretty essential for a party, right? Like, if it's a birthday party. Yeah, I mean, we could say cake. Cake is a good one. Cake and ice cream. Yeah, dude. Dessert or just dessert. Yeah. 
I mean, there were some other options. Yeah, we see we, ne- we 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 didn't specify. You know, we just had a party. Like it could mean so many different things. A wedding's a party. Uh, don't tell them. Don't tell the people <laughs> get. <laughs> Anytime I refer to it as a party, people get mad. No, no, no. The bride gets mad, <laughs> and all her re- friends get mad. They're ready to square up. I'm just like, I'm just saying, this is a pretty expensive party. Yeah. All right, that wraps up our list. Read them back, and then let's move into head-to-head. Yeah, so uh, top five things to bring to a party. Uh, Jermaine had the first pick, went booze, games, tacos, cash, and fireworks. Uh, I had the second pick. I went playlists, girls, weed, pool inflatables, and food. All right. Any honorable mentions from you? Dude, I think we already got those in the uh... (laughs) – in the discussion i think that's all we have there man <laughs> all right let's move into head to head this week all right yeah so last week uh, was week 25 of of our head to head uh pretty bad week for most of us jermaine went uh 2 and 1 bringing him to 28 40 28 and 41 on the season down 12.85 units um he did hit on the usa versus trinidad and tobago game I believe it was 6-0, and the over was set at 3.5, so that hit. Um, I did look at your UFC card. I don't think only one of your guys won. Dude. Oh, was- it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad, dude. So Bonfim, his only loss, had, his only losses are on the ground. And he right? lost on the ground this weekend? And he lost on the ground. And then uh, Magomedov was always, uh, was always a roll of the dice. He fought Sean Strickland. Strickland was the favorite. Strickland ended up handling business. And uh, you know what? I'm drawing a blank on Dawson. and uh, Dawson won. Uh, but uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. But fuck. No way. Reddinov lost to Kevin Lee? I believe so, yeah. I think oh, it was only dude, one of you was hit. That was like the most confident pick of that bunch, dude. <laughs> Kevin Lee got a dub. Shock, Shock City Jones. Yeah, yeah man, it was all bad. Uh, also, I, I took a flyer on the Curry Clay uh, three-hole winner, and they both came off the tee. Big bag of shit. I should have I should have went for the higher odds at like plus 487 or 485 for Kelsey and Mahomes. But uh, should have, could have, would have. Uh, book me for uh, two losses, one win. That seems to be my staple nowadays. Yep, yep. Uh, and then Nick actually went two and one. He had the best week out of all of us, uh, bringing him to 26, 42, and one on the season. And he's only down 0.5 units now. Um, Imagine hitting a plus 400 bet and still being down five and a half units. That's yeah. how bad. That's how bad we're doing right now, dude. It's yeah. It's not. It's not looking good, man. But you know, we give people the key to the to winning. We fade fade us, but. <laughs> Bro, podcast motto. There's <laughs> there's money to be made here, boys. There really is. If you just flip these and you'd be up on all of our picks. 100%, dude. Their, their win rate would be like 75%. I was going to say like be, 65%. Yeah. yeah, it's up yeah. there. Uh, Nick did have an unfortunate – he did pick Florida. I know we talked about it last week on the podcast. He picked Florida to beat LSU in the men's um, – uh, College World Series, and they lost uh, 18-4. Oh, man. That's such a bad pick. Like, 18-4 is just outrageous. Just, what got me was the text that, that, that preceded it the day before. He was like... <laughs> the he game called ends. it a lock. He called it. He's like, UF Moneyline lock. 
and then proceeded to actually put it in for head to head. Anyway, and I and I responded immediately when he said lock. I said, "You heard, you heard the man, boys. LSU's the play. Yep, lock. And here it is. Uh, we should just we should just start betting against each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we really like, should. Dude. That's my new strategy, dude. I'm just gonna go in and start betting against you guys. <laughs> so Jack uh, Caglioni from the University of Florida. Mm is trying to do something that he saw Shohei do when he was a 15-year-old boy. He's actually playing two-way now. So he was the number three starter for Florida, right? Okay. He went um, – on the year, I think he went eight and four with a four three eight ERA. Uh, had a little too much walks. His whip was at 1.4 and some change, which is not good. That's walks plus hits divided by innings pitched. Yeah. You want to be close to one or sub one. Only three pitchers in history have had a MLB history have had a whip sub one. Uh, Jacob DeGrom is one of them. And the other two pitchers, I didn't really know. I wasn't familiar with. Um, so I think it was like Addy Joss was the number one. <clears throat> and then so he's also a hitter. And he hit for, what was it, 300 this year, 30 home runs, and 84 RBIs. So uh, that's a name to watch coming up, coming out of the MLB. And then uh, my buddy, I didn't corroborate this, but he did say that LSU has the most major league ball players right now. Oh, wow. Um, just to go back to – so Jacob DeGrom at 0.9947 and Ed Walsh at 0.9996 are the only players with a career whip under 1,000 – or 1.0. Who's, no, where's, there's a guy ahead of DeGrom. Oh, yeah, Eddie Joss. Uh, At, Eddie Joss, 0.9 yeah. 0.9678. Yeah, so those are the, those are the three. That's how impressive uh, a, you know, a sub-1 whip would and be. Mariano Rivera is – 1.0003. Yeah. And he was electric. Yeah. Electric. Magic coming in at the most pressure-packed moment and just almost being sub one for the you, win. You said that the other day when, when you sent your, your all-time baseball lineup and you put him for the closer. And I, when I made my list, I was like, look, if I can't have the same guy, I have nobody because this is the only answer in baseball for closer. He's the greatest closer of all time. Yeah, uh, for clarification, it was my favorite all-time lineup because oh. you know Alf- Alfonso Soriano is not the best second baseman. <laughs> uh, not the way you made it sound the other day. <laughs> well, he's fantastic, but let's not yeah. say he's the best. All right, let's move into your picks. Yeah, so I – man, I went 0-3 last week. Um, I learned my lesson. Don't bet on sports you don't know, and I don't know shit about MLS. So uh, one of my goals is to start watching more MLS so that I can bet it more and also – it's growing as a sport, so I might as well get into it. Uh, I'm at 29 and 40 on the season, down 5.3 units. Uh, and then Nevada went 0 and 3 as well, bringing uh, <laughs> him to 25, 40 and 1 on the season, down 4.35 units. Um, he is on a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 game losing streak. He's about to be uh, catching the next streak. He's going to hit soon on that. Uh, I think he hits on these Joey Chestnut bets. You think so? I don't know if he hits the over 76. I think that's the record. But yeah, it's Joey Chestnut who said it. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I just uh, if you won't bet on anybody, that's who you bet on, bro. True, true. Yo, if Nevada goes zero two on the hot dog eating contest bets, I'm gonna die laughing, dude. Look <laughs> like at nine a.m. or something. So I'm I'm definitely gonna be up and ready watching. <laughs> My guy said minus twenty two and a half more than Esper. <laughs> who's, got, who's got the second best odds to win the whole thing? <laughs> He's gonna lose by twenty three. <laughs> That's like going into a World Cup final and they're like, you're the second best team in this tournament, but you're going to lose by by 10 goals. Oh, man. You imagine? <laughs> That'd be tragic, bro. In the World Cup final? It'd be a waste of a final. Yeah, for sure. All right. So that wraps up head-to-head pop culture pick and what the fuck headline. Uh, so it's going to be a short podcast this week, ladies and gentlemen. Eric, do you have the Major League Baseball All-Star rosters? I do. I do. Do you want me to share them on the screen or just run? Yeah, share them on screen. Let's get this pulled up. All right. MLB. Nope. Right here. Boom. How does that look to you? A little bit bigger? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Let's just try to get just the... That should be good. Like right there? Yeah, that's good. All right. <clears throat> All right, so this is going to be the um, AL roster. Uh, the starters are uh, Jonah Heim, um, catcher out of Texas, Yandy Diaz, first baseman uh, out of Tampa Bay, Marcus uh, Semyon, second baseman out of Texas, uh, Josh Young, third baseman out of Texas, Corey Seager, shortstop out of Texas, um, Mike Trout, outfielder, Los Angeles Angels, Randy Arosarina, outfielder, Tampa Bay, Aaron Judge, outfielder, the Yankees, and their designated hitter is Shohei Otani um, out of the Los Angeles Angels. Currently hitting 307 with 30 home runs. Good. <laughs> on pace to pass Judge, or on pace to tie Judge, but nobody seems to be talking about it. So. No, it's because he's not a, he's a, a, he's not American and he's not a Yankee. It's unfortunate because he's a bad motherfucker. He's the he's the man, bro. It's unreal. <laughs> uh, and then we'll get into the reserves for the AL. So we have uh, Salvador Perez, catcher, uh, Kansas City. Adley Rushman, catcher, Baltimore. Uh, Vladdy Guerrero Jr., infielder, Toronto. Uh, Whit Merrifield, infielder, Toronto. Bo Bichette, infielder, Toronto. Jose Ramirez, uh, another infielder from Cleveland. Uh, Luis Robert Jr., outfielder. Uh, from the White Sox, Austin Hayes, outfielder from Baltimore, Jordan Alvarez, outfielder from Houston, Adolis Garcia, Adolis, Adolis Garcia, outfielder out of Texas, and their reserve DH is Brent Rooker from Oakland. All right, and then uh, you want to read off those pitchers and relievers? Yeah, yeah, according to them. Uh, so for the pitchers, uh, Shohei. Uh, out of from the Angels, Garrett Cole from the Yankees, Luis Castillo from Seattle, Sonny Gray from Minnesota, Nathan Eovaldi from Texas, Kevin Gaussman from Toronto, Shane McClanahan from Tampa Bay, Framber Valdez from Houston, and Michael Lorenzen from Detroit. Um, their relievers are Kenley Jansen from Boston, Emmanuel Classe from Cleveland, Felix Bautista from Baltimore, and Yenir Cano from Baltimore. All right, let's start with the AL. Right, so Eric and I will provide one, one a snub. Right, when we'll discuss the AL, 
and then we'll get back into the NL. Uh, Eric, why did you stop sharing it? Oh, just so we can talk about our picks, and then I'll put it back up. Well, yeah, I was going to use it to, uh-huh. to exercise an example, but I'll keep it pushing. <laughs> if you'll look at that list, Eric, will you tell me how many of the Tampa Bay Rays are on the all-star team? Three? Three. Three Tampa Bay Rays are on the all-star team. They are the most dominant team in baseball right now. They started off the year red hot. And you're going to sit here and tell me that the Texas Rangers demand this much more love and attention than – so that's five Texas Rangers. That's six That's six Rangers on the roster. Toronto, the same thing. Right? You go look at Toronto. One, two, three. I mean, it's, it's pretty much the whole infield for Toronto – uh, plus a plus a pitcher. So you're telling me that the Tampa Bay Rays don't have anyone playing well enough to make this all-star roster? Yo, that's crazy. The Rays are 57 and 30. The Rangers are 50 and 35. And the Blue Jays are 45 and 40. I just don't get it. I don't know what Tampa Bay has to do. Uh, specifically, specifically, I'll shout out um, – Wander Franco, Wander yep. Franco, a name everyone has heard, right? A yep. young, promising prospect in baseball that's a but like butting into a fantastic player, and we can't get him anywhere on this All Star roster. I mean, look at the numbers: uh, two batting, two eighty six, nine home runs, forty one RBIs, forty six runs, twenty six stolen bases, and he's hitting eight ten OPS. That's crazy to me. So you're telling me that the that Tampa Bay shouldn't get more players just based on them being good? And this kind of brings me to my next overarching point. No. Just because every team is in the league, not every team deserves an all-star. 100%. The Oakland Athletics, on principle, should not be allowed to have an all-star. Yeah. But here we are sitting here talking about Wander Franco conveniently left off the list and Tampa Bay having three selections overall. I mean, what, what is the count? Did, what did they get 30 for each side? Four, 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 nine. So that's, I don't know. I'm not even trying to count. I don't feel like doing it. It's just crazy to me. 20 it's- players without pitchers. It's crazy. So yeah, about thirty. It's crazy. It's just crazy to me that the Tampa Bay Rays are doing this well, and we can't find a fourth or a fifth player to put on this roster. Yeah, it's. I mean, I understand the other teams are doing well. Like, it's not like the Tex- Texas is in first in their division. Toronto's actually what fourth in their division, but that's just a tough division they're in. But yeah, there's no way that the Tampa Bay Rays should have less players than any of these teams. Yeah, I think that's crazy. So go ahead and give us your sleeper. Uh, my sleeper is going to be Josh Naylor from the Cleveland Guardians. I almost said Indians. Uh, hitting 295, 10 home runs, 58 RBIs, 30 runs, and an 808 OPS. Um, they put Vladdy Jr. on there, you know, 
because of his name, but dude's outperforming Vladdy Jr. He should have been there. So that's that's my snub for the AL. All right. Yeah, Vladdy Jr. probably got in on the on the fan vote. Um 100 percent Yeah. Big time star. All right, let's go ahead and get into the NL. All right. So let's get down here to the NL. Uh, starters for the NL, Sean Murphy, catcher from Atlanta, Freddie Freeman, first baseman from the Dodgers, Luis Arias, second baseman from Miami, Nolan Arenado, third baseman, St. Louis, Orlando Arcia, shortstop Atlanta, Ronald Acuna Jr., outfielder Atlanta, Mookie Betts, outfielder the Dodgers, Corbin Carroll, outfielder Arizona. Dude's a rookie, right? I believe he's a rookie this year, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the DH is J.D. Martinez from the Dodgers. Uh, the reserves, Will Smith, Dodgers, uh, catcher, catcher Elias Diaz from Colorado, uh, infielder Matt Olson from Atlanta, infielder Ozzy Albias from Atlanta, infielder Austin Riley from Atlanta, infielder Dansby, Dansby Swanson from the Cubs, infielder Pete Alonzo from the Mets, uh, outfielder Lourdes, Lourdes Guriel Jr. from Arizona, outfielder Nick Castellanos from Philly, outfielder Juan Soto from the Padres, and the reserve DH is Jorge Soler. Uh, from Miami. Uh, pitchers, uh, Zach Gallen, Arizona, Spencer Strider, Atlanta, Bryce Elder, Atlanta, uh, Justin Steele from the Cubs, Mitch Keller from Pittsburgh, Josiah Gray from Washington, Clayton Kershaw from the Dodgers, Marcus Stroman from the Cubs, uh, and then their relievers are Alexis Diaz from Cincinnati, Josh Hader from the Padres, Devin Williams from uh, Milwaukee, and Camilo Duvall from San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a lot of complaints. It was one thing that was pointed out to me was uh, the amount of infielders being represented that were ex-Braves, right? So Freddie Freeman is the first baseman, yeah. was, the, was the first baseman, right? Uh, so then you have Orlando Arcia as the shortstop, and then you go look at the rest of their infield is on the bench for it. Yeah, And then conveniently right after Austin Riley, you have Dansby Swanson who was also on the Braves last year. What <laughs> they're doing down in Atlanta in the infield, man. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, shout out Spencer Strider. Love to see that he, he gets the, uh, you know, gets the appointment here. Not that there was much of a question. Uh, shout out my boys, Justin Steele, Marcus Stroman, and the aforementioned Daz, Dansby Swanson. Uh, you know, it's good to see the Cubs. Josh Hader. Uh, refuses to pitch back-to-back games now or three days in a row to preserve himself for free agency. Well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, preserve these paychecks then. Dog, that's I'm like, are you kidding me? You could just make that. You oh. can just you can just make that claim. When did it happen? When did the switch happen where players became so entitled and and? They just thought everything like it was it the CBAs that were created? Was it just a switch in mentality in society? It wasn't like this before. Players played. They played no, for the team that paid. Yeah. Them. Now these players can give two fucks about the fans. It's essentially what it is. Yeah. They care everyone cares about themselves. You see it in society. And it, you know, uh, sports is always going to be a microcosm of bigger things at large in society. And this is just another instance. Uh, I will say that. My snub is for Fernando Tatis Jr., mm-hmm. who not only does he have 16 homers despite playing 20 games and has, uh, you know, a better 
war than Juan Soto, who's been playing the whole time. But he's also been electric on defense in the outfield, right? Where he used to be much maligned at shortstop because he would lead the league in errors. Now, you go look at any sort of advanced metric from baseball, which they have thousands, it feels like. I can't ever keep up. Um, and he's dominating at him. So not only is he contributing at bat where he's hitting 280, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and he's hitting 280 on a team that has almost everyone else struggling, but he's also saving runs on defense. So, I, you know, if I'm looking at it, you can, I would make the case against Laudis Gudiel Jr. and Nick Castellanos, but both of them play for better teams. So maybe that's where, Fernando Tatis gets left off. What I don't understand, though, is why you wouldn't just want Tatis there at the All-Star game. Right? I get that he cheated, and I still make fun of him for it till this day. But, like, at a certain point in time, you got to move the fuck on. Uh, here's looking at you, Baseball Writers Association of America. So, uh, that's my pitch. Maybe I'm a little biased seeing as I am, you know, San Diego based. I root for the Padres. I have Padres uh, free. I have free Padres here. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, maybe I'm biased, but I think Fernando Tatis should have got in. And you, Eric? Uh, so mine, uh, I'm going to go with Francisco Lindor. Now, I understand his team has a shit record, but the He's... Oakland Athletics have a player. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, let's see what his stats are for this year. Uh, 70 hits, 17 home runs, 55 RBIs, 9 stolen bases. He's averaging 223. OBP is 306, and OPS is 752. Yeah, that average is a little low. He's, he's yeah. Down a bunch from his 273 average for his it's today. it's today's baseball it's the same soapbox that i i always have so um i just don't understand why everything has to be a home run now not everyone is a home run hitter that's all, the other thing right like we need more Luis Reyes in baseball he's making it sexy to hit a single again so god god bless that man keep it going uh cuz that's a soapbox i I continue to die on like that. It just drives me nuts, right? Play as a team, get on and let the next guy do what he's supposed to do. And then the next guy and the next guy. And it feels like now we're not only are we chasing long gone summer, which if that's what we want to fucking chase, just use one juiced baseball and juice your athletes. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's an answer to that if they want and keep, and keep it pushing. We know the direct, we have the correlation and causation for that summer. Yep. So if that's what you want, then fuck it. Go that way. Could you imagine juiced pitchers? <laughs> I mean, they're already throwing like 105, 106. I, I, it'd be crazy if they got juiced up and they were hitting higher numbers than that. First of all, we're going to have one man throw his arm off. Like, literally, it's going to leave his body and continue down the line and still strike someone out. Like, that's that's the kind of stuff we're going to be seeing. Uh, if, someone hits a, if someone hits a backer and everyone's juiced, uh, see a pitcher, you're dead. Yeah. Hopefully, you got some, some prospects to pull up because you're dead. Uh, if you got hit by pitch, 60-day uh, DL, sorry, you ain't coming back. 
Uh, yeah. nah, but if the other guy's on juice too, he might just bounce off him, dude. <laughs> he's just he's made of steel out there, bro. Just launching <laughs> balls to the moon, bro. Oh, I'm just saying, like, let them let them at it, boys. If they want to juice, they can juice. If they don't want to juice, then they can hit 223.9 and, and get, get snubbed in the all star game. Honestly, but, if everybody's allowed to do it and you don't do it, it's on you. Yeah, I know. I agree. I'm let saying, them juice. It's, it's, they should, man. For the best product that they can put out there, they should juice athletes. I want to see Roquan Smith rip Miles Sanders' head off. Okay? I don't, I don't know why you got to do that to my boy Miles like that. but nah, He ain't an eagle no more. He ain't nobody's boy nah, on this he, podcast. I got a little love for him here. And he plays for the Panthers. Yeah, exactly. Fuck the Panthers. Ugh. Ugh. The Saints are the class of the NFC South, and don't forget it, bro. Hey, you guys have the third best record in the NF- in the NFC for the last three. Uh, what was it? Five years? Yeah, uh, since two thousand, the Saints have like the sixth or seventh most wins, or something like that. Can't complain, bro. And we have we also have like the lead. Well, obviously, if you lead in wins, you have the least losses. That's what- <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's when I. That's when I. When I. When I realize I'm actually a bad fan, or like when I'm an overdramatic fan, is when I actually see Eagles stats since like 2000. We're one of the top franchises in the NFL. Yeah, I know. I had to have this argument with you. That's when you saw the stats. It was me annoyed at you because you're always fucking booing. It just doesn't it feel doing. like we're one of the best franchises in the league. It's because you're fucking awful. You are toxic. That's the problem. You need a shirt that says toxic, and every time you enter a room, Britney Spears' toxic needs to come on. I'm a fan of that. Just so everyone knows that this is this is Mr. Toxica. No, you know I don't like attention like that, bro. That shit would give me anxiety like a motherfucker. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Your hands would go straight into the air. What's up, bitches? <laughs> My name's Eric, and I'm here to party. <laughs> yes. All right, you got anything else for the 10s and 10s? Uh, no, appreciate you for tuning in. See you guys next week. And remember, fade us, man. Make some money. Seriously. Uh, look, you think we're joking. Uh, <laughs> we do this for you. We're here to make you money. We we don't – money's money. We'll make more. You guys should be making more. Fade us. Never forget. That's the rule. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez, for my co-host. And as always, we have with us the EP. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. <laughs>